Just a quick note, in addition to uploading the show in its entirety and in an audio podcast version, we are now doing both in segments, so you can watch and listen at your leisure. Next on Rugby Wrap-Up, a huge Major League Rugby mystery guest that flummoxes Dan Power and Steve Lewis, plus Steve, Dan, and Matt McCarthy with their top three impact players of Major League Rugby 2021 and Global Rugby Headlines. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by The Pig & Whistle, the world's best rugby pub, the Murphy Kennedy Group, founded with the idea that construction can be done better, and Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy in New York City on the Upper West Side. Steve Lewis on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. And Dan Power is not on a mo- on a boat in the Mississippi. Dan, where are you? Denver, Colorado. Yeehaw! Yeehaw, buddy. All right, guys, before we talk Major League Rugby, which is what we're here to do, we're going to go over the global news that might have caught your eye. Dan, your Australians are trying to emulate their Kiwi brothers by bringing in some private equity to save the show. Yeah, I think I think we'll see this more and more, Matt. You know, the CBC over in the UK, obviously looking to invest, um, going after the most, you know, profitable or, or you know, revenue generous parts of the game. Six Nations, the All Blacks, obviously big, and and now Australian uh, Rugby Union, the Wallabies, trying to get behind that as well. But uh, sports are business. It's 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 been that way in the US for a while with with the big code so not surprised that you're going to see more and more private equity come into the game and hopefully some trickle down hopefully some of that uh you know investment you know the investment money is looking at MLR down the road here as well Steve any rumblings about the MLR getting some private equity or is that out of your jurisdiction so to speak as you say it's kind of above my pay level at the moment so I'm not privy to uh, how recent they are or how serious they are, but it, it certainly, why wouldn't you look at the MLR? If, if you believe in the sport of rugby, and yes, you're buying established leagues with established um, viewing populations, the growth surely is in a league like the MLR in a big sports market. What caught my eye was the RFU saying they were going to potentially limit the amount of international players on in their women's setup, which would really hamper our eagles that are playing over there because they're getting some great exposure yeah two sides to the coin though right i i, I take your point i think it's fantastic experience for players of ours such as um kate zachary and gabby contorna people like that over at exeter and others great for american players great for canadian players to get that experience however if you're english if you're the rfu and you're in any way subsidizing this to them why are they subsidizing the development of foreign players from their perspective. So yes, it perhaps raises the, the level of their league, but that's not their primary responsibility. Their primary responsibility is to develop women's rugby in England and a successful England women's rugby team. Not that I ever thought I'd be advocating for that, but that's my take. All right. Well, you know, I, I it's for me, it's kind of like the argument about international players playing in the MLR. I'm from the mindset that you want to see the best product when you're watching a match. And there aren't any other real professional setups for women specifically from certain countries to play in. So, but we're not going to talk international rugby any longer. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with major league rugby 2021 talk specifically before we have our mystery guests come in. The three of us are going to give our three impactful players that we see in the league this year. Don't move that mouse. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street. 
and we are back. And we are going to talk a little Major League Rugby. We have a mystery guest in the wings, a biggie, so don't go away. But first, we're going to give our three impact players on the season in our eyes. Dan, why don't you start us off? Well, got the hat, got the part. I'll go to Texas first. I'm going to go with Sam Windsor, Houston Sabercats. Uh, perennial underachievers. I don't even think they would mind me saying this at this point, but three years in, and uh, they've got the facilities, they've got the ownership, you know, they've got everything, they've got a good roster. Uh, Sam Windsor's been a shining star down there, uh, down there for Houston the first three years. He's at the back end of his career. I think he has a big year this year. Houston will follow, and, and they're a chance. They're, they're a big chance to come out of the West. I'm going to go for San Diego, and I'm not going to go for Chris Robshaw. And I'm not going to go for Cecil Africa, who are their two big star name pickups, or Nate Augsburger, my favorite American rugby player. I'm actually going to go for Joe Peterson, uh, who's just been the sort of the, the key, the linchpin for them, whether he's at 10 or 15. Um, if he comes back and he's on any kind of the form he's displayed previously, he's a key man. I'm going to, I'm going to go down to San Diego. And this is an if, because there's not a lot of certainty on some of the teams with the rosters being finalized yet. But if he is indeed part of the Legion, Josh Ferno is a force of nature. And I just love that guy. If I, if I, if I had that guy in my team, I would, I would say, okay, go ahead, Josh. I'm right behind you. Let's move on to our second pick. Dan, what do you got? Up to the Northwest, mate, the two-time champs. Uh, they looked vulnerable in 2020, didn't they? They didn't look like the uh, back-to-back champs that we know and love. Uh, to lead them, it's, uh, you know, a lot's going to fall on the shoulders of Brad Tucker, Player of the Year in 2019. They're rebuilding. they made some changes up there. Keith Lensing, former assistant out in New York, is now the head coach, changing identities, changing, you know, tactics, I'm sure. But Brad Tucker needs to have a massive year if Seattle are going to go for number three. I'll stick in Seattle and I'll go with Ross Neal, who is a big lump uh, coming out of London Irish. Uh, sort of American fans might have seen him playing a bit in the Bermuda Tens. Uh, very, very talented, very large specimen, but fantastic footballer. Might even keep Matt Turner out the side. I'm going to go in that big back mode with Carl Meyer from NOLA. He can kick, he can run. He's, he's, a, he's a tough guy to tackle. But he's he could do it all. I like I like him, and he was he had a big world tens, if I'm not mistaken. So, Carl Meyer is my pick. Dan, I'm actually going to use his uh, center partner for for 2021. I'm going to go JP Duplessis. Uh, what a trade that was from San Diego, one of the stars for the first two two and a bit years. He goes down to New Orleans. Nate Osborne gets a, a world class center to add to his other world class center. I'm going to go someone I think is going to make an impact in terms of. Um overall performance rather than flash. So I'm going to go to DC, our neighbors to the south, and I'm going to go with a former captain of the Glasgow Warriors who's joined them, Callum Gibbons. About 45, 50-ish games for Glasgow over the last three years. He's a Kiwi, um, but he, he settled in in Glasgow, my hometown, fairly well. And he is he, he brings some uh, a bit of a hard nose into the back row, and I, I think he could be really impactful for DC. All right, I like that. That's a good pick, Steve. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a guy in New York, uh, an All Black. Uh, how can you get, you know be, go wrong with an All Black? I'm gonna go with Andy Ellis at number nine, a key position on the rugby pitch, sp- specifically in this league, and he brings class to that number nine position. Plus, he can show the light, so to speak, to your younger guns, uh, the two Connors. But we do have a mystery guest 
that we have to get to now. So we're going to cut this now, take a quick break, and come back with our mystery guest. And it's a big one. You don't want to miss it. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. And we're back. Matt McCarthy, Steve Lewis, and Dan Power, or Haas, as they like to call him where he lives. We've got a mystery guest lurking. I know who it is, uh, but you two are charged with trying to figure it out. I'm going to referee as we get this rugby wrap-up mystery game segment going. Dan, since you're wearing the cowboy hat, Steve can go first. Are you a, a player for a Western Conference team? Well, you see, the thing is, I don't really know what Weston means. Is that the upper or the lower? <laughs> All right. Good answer. Good answer. Like Jesus, he answered a question with a question. Dan. Do you do you even do you play in the MLR currently? Well, now the thing is, you see, and darn it, that's another good question, but the MLR hasn't started yet. Are you currently under contract to play in the MLR? That's the second. That's, that's a, you asked one question. Come on. No, Steve. Come on, ahead. Matt. Are you Australian? No, I most certainly am not. <laughs> Are you Dr. Dan, don't Fauci? A, Dan, don't take offense to that. Oh, no, I don't. I'm not. Yeah. Look, look, look how I'm dressed and where I live. How could I possibly take offense? Um, uh, are you Tony Fauci? Dr. Tony Fauci? Well, now we're getting closer. But yeah, I thought no. so. No, I'm not. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you, uh, I'm gonna. Th I'll. I'll get a hint here. Um, <laughs> are you currently sporting a handlebar handlebar mustache? No, I am not, and I am not wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> All right, Stephen. Are you a forward or are you a back? <laughs> I'm. I, I'm a back. I'm very much a back. I'm gonna. I'll give another question here. Um, have you had any experience getting internet to people that didn't have it? Why, yes, I have. Uh, so you're a good man. You're a good man. I'm assuming you're. Well, I know that he's a man. That's another hint. Dan, go ahead. Do, do you play in what geographically would be called the South? So Texas, New Orleans, Atlanta, and in one of those geographies. No, I don't play anywhere near them. Okay. And I can, I'm going to go back. I'm going to be a little gracious here, be the gracious host, the bigger man. And I'm going to say that he is going to be playing in the MLR this year, and it's not the Western Conference. Steve Lewis, control your contract, because if so, this may be a, a long show, but a short career for you. For well, who's, who's, uh, whose question is it? That's what I need Steve. to know. Yeah, oh, right. you, yeah. Steve, good, sorry. Good, good paying attention there, mystery guest. Thank you for keeping these guys on the rails. Steven? You like avocados? Oh, I love them. <laughs> I love them. Uh, can you dunk a basketball? No. Okay, Dan, go ahead. So you're a scrum half. Okay. Now we're getting closer. 
Now we're getting a question closer. or a statement, Dan, because it can be construed as well. I'm, I'm an external processor, Matt. You're going to have to forgive me. Uh, do, do you play for Rooney? Yes, I do. <laughs> Should I say, did you play for Rooney? Steve, go ahead. Oh, come on, Steve. We were hanging out earlier today. <laughs> do you know who Craig Neville Manning is? No. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Who Steve? are you cutting, Steve? Steve, Steve, is screen frozen? Or is that a frozen All lizard? Right. Did you recently have a haircut? Yes, I did. <laughs> is pe do people tell you you sound a little bit like John Layfield? That's the idea, that, yes. That's the idea. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you got that. You got that going. Uh, Dan? I think Steve knows who it is. Do we drag I this on any longer? Yeah, Dan. No, Dan. If you can, you can venture a guess because Steve does have that confidence. I'll give you two scrum, questions. Okay, go for. Help me out. You scrum half? Yeah. Are you Connor Buckley? No, I'm not. God. Oh, you just lost the car! Oh my God! Oh. Hyundai Elantra. Which one did I lose? Oh. Ninety-eight Crown Vic. Initials are. A.E. Oh, he's not. Oh, oh. oh Dan, you, you were so close. Let's welcome in. Hi, hi. Hey, hey, one more guess. Give me one more guess right, for you. Go do ahead, it. Dan. Go ahead. For your 12th birthday, did your dad get you a pair of Velcro gloves for grip? <laughs> no, no, he didn't. Oh, no, he didn't. He did Andy it. Ellis. Hot dog, man. Andy Ellis. How are y'all? As I live and breathe. <laughs> well, you're, this is. You're not going to get cut. You're safe. That was <laughs> good. Simultaneously no, I, I painful it. and entertaining. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to the fold, yeah. uh, Mr. Ellis, and it's a pleasure to have your uh, have you here. Uh, your, yes. Uh, well, thank you very much. These parts already. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, that this we're. This is going to cost you, buddy. This is going to cost you. <laughs> well, Steve, you, you did know that I liked avocados. It was at that point you knew it was me, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been absolutely killing me not telling you, Steve. Anywho, uh, Andy, 28 caps with the All Blacks, Crusaders, Canterbury, making some, uh, some, uh, some yen in Japan for a while. Now you're in Nueva York. What, what kind of culture shock is this for you? We're loving it. I bought my... Um brought my young family over. I've got an 11-year-old daughter and six-year-old son, and they had their first day at school today, actually. So um, it was great seeing them come out and making new friends, and my wife settling in. Made some good mates here as well, and um, we love it. Mate, everyone's been so kind to us. Um, the boys in the club are, are great. Um, Steve's doing a great job in there running that ship. And so, no, we're just, we're just still settling in, but we're, we're loving everything so far, and it's, it's um, yeah, just a really cool experience. And you're in you're you're living in Hoboken, New Jersey, right? Yep. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. Our training field is in New Jersey, so just over the Hudson at um, uh, yeah, in Hoboken, and yeah, it's a, a beautiful little city here, and we're just I know slowly it's it's pretty cold here still, so we're we're not able to venture out too far, but we're starting to get our bearings. Well, welcome. It's uh, great to have a player of your caliber join MLR. Mate, what was the thought process? You've had a great career, obviously the All Blacks. Uh, pinnacle for, for any young kid in New Zealand, playing up in Japan, making good money. What was the, the fire in the belly to come over to America and play for New York? Um, I, I rec this is a real 
massive challenge. Um, this really excites me. I think it excites the rugby world. Uh, people have stopped and had a look, and I finally I feel like it's really getting legs up and starting to get some momentum. Um, you know, with the teams being established and players from all over the world starting to look and ask questions and want to be involved. Um, so, so the challenge for me to come to a big country that loves sport and loves entertainment um, to, to really try and grow the game here and, and at New York in particular, um, that's, what, that's what really, really um, got me going. Um, yeah, it's, I had an awesome time in New Zealand and in Japan and um, was able to achieve some really great things there. So this, is, for me, is a really great chance to share some of that experience and knowledge and yeah, really try and grow it and make a difference here in, in the States, um, which is great. Mate, it's, it's awesome. Like coming here, you, you'd be amazed at the amount of boys who have come out of the woodworks asking, you know, how is it? Or would love to go at some stage. And, you know, it's it's cool. It's, um, it's, it's early days here in the MLR, but... Um, I feel it is gaining a bit of traction. That's cool. Yeah, you've got the old teammate Dan Carter. DC rumors keep floating around that he's coming to the US. Any uh, anything you can give us? You give well, him a nudge. Is he, is he, he one of the ones? <laughs> he loves the US. Um, but oh, that's a still- yes. That's a yes. An exclusive right here on Rugby Wrap Up. <laughs> no, he's got, he's got his fourth baby on the way. I, I did try and twist his arm, even getting over to do a bit of coaching. Um, mm-hmm. But no, not, not not the stage. The timing's not quite right from. But yeah, like I said, he, he loves the state, so I reckon we'll see him here at some stage if we can. So Andy, you've been here a couple of weeks now. So which of your teammates is more difficult to understand? And I don't mean just linguistically. <laughs> the butcher or Luke Hume? Oh yeah, good. Well, the uh, the butcher picks me up for training every morning, and we pick up another Irish lad on the way in. And when those two get together, mate, it's it's like listening to leprechauns talk. Mate, they're, they're talking in riddles. Everything is um, a joke about something or a man walking his dog, and everything is. Oh, that's amazing! And they had um, they had Irish dancing song cranked up on the way home from training today, and they were singing. And oh, that's so funny, those boys. So now the, the Aussie, I can I can understand Cumia a bit better um, than the Irish boys. Yeah, that. Not so much the um, the accent; it's just more what they're actually saying about things that I don't know what they mean. What they mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. And you're in Jersey City, God's country, playing rugby. I'm, I was born in Jersey City. I can't fathom this. It's just it's way too surreal, but it, it's it's an awesome thing, you know. Jersey. City. I, 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 I got to tell you, mate. Like the, the people here are so so kind and generous too, you know, and. Yeah, I know the, uh, yeah, some parts of America get a bit of a bad rep, so we weren't too sure what, what to expect. But honestly, everyone's so friendly and welcoming and um, they want to help. And uh, it just makes the experience here so nice, you know, so far. So uh, apart from Steve, everyone's been great. So are you, are you asking other players or telling – or are you, are you you're trying to get other guys to come on over? I think it, I think it will naturally happen. Um, America is an awesome country, and um, as we start playing a really great brand of rugby, and it's exciting, and the uh, um, and the level increases, which I know it will, I think guys will just um, naturally want to come over and, and be involved in it here, um, which is which is such an exciting thing. And to tell you, to tell you the truth, mate, like coming along here, I, I was really um, impressed with the skill level of the guys. You know, 
um, they're athletic, big guys, quick, strong, um, but really skillful too. You know, a lot of the, these guys have played um, a lot of rugby, and um, I, d- I suppose I wasn't too sure what to expect of of that, but. It's, they're a very good standard, yeah. Steve, he's here, and you've got two young scrum halves to be tutored or mentored by Andy to a degree. Was that part of the master plan of the Lizard? It wasn't necessarily a master plan. I mean, it was like, you know, so Andy was in the picture fairly early on, and then the draft situation with Connor Buckley arose, and he was a local boy, so a natural pick for us if we could get him. Then Connor McManus, another young American uh, eligible player, became available and then it, it sort of became natural, right? It's like, how do we develop two young scrum halves, Americans? Um, what better way to do it than with, you know, an, a wily veteran, right? So um, so it's perfect in that in that regard. So Andy's role is, is, you know, as a senior player and a senior pro is also about modeling good behavior and all the rest of it. So we won't go into Friday night's court session. Um, he's, he's done a good job with that. And particularly with the young scrum halves, obviously that's what we're looking for from Andy, you know, as, um, incidental to everything else he brings is to bring those two guys in particular along. This is truly an adventure. We just had an unfortunate event with Greg McWilliams having to step down to go be with his family, but you are a leader. And I'm just wondering, is your leadership style uh, at halftime, you're going to be throwing water coolers around or what's your, what's your type of leadership style? (laughs) I don't know. Um, I like to lead by example. I've got to be seen doing things well, you know, if I'm going to demand that from others around me. So I'll always make sure that that's the case. Greg's a, a big loss, you know, he's fantastic, fantastic man. And, you know, his personal circumstances um, obviously meant that he couldn't stay with us. He had a great energy as well. You know, he always brought a real positivity to the group and, and high energy. So he'll, he'll be greatly missed his leadership style. So, um, yeah, I suppose it's on us seeing you guys to step up a little bit more and take a little bit more ownership. Um, which is which is what you know, which what it's all about here in, in New York. You know, don't mind a bit of adversity. You know that. So you're a guy that does stuff off the pitch too, and it's what was it? The gravity satellite internet for rural New Zealanders that couldn't get broadband. What was that? Yeah, about? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, look, it's a it's satellite internet, really. Um, yeah, for rural New Zealand. You know, we're um, the geography in New Zealand. We've got a lot of mountains and. Um, hard hard to get to places and you know as the population grows in New Zealand people need to be connected and so um yeah we started off with with three of us um connecting a lot of farmers a lot of um oh different types of um rural spots um tramping huts and and uh, all sorts of things we're we're connecting a lot of local marais a marae in New Zealand is a, a Maori um sort of family family home you know for the community um a lot of the rural areas so yeah it's really oh, it makes me really proud that we we're able to help connect a lot of rural new zealand and we've seen through covid um with how difficult it's been for things like schooling so to be part of that journey for a lot of people has been been great great stuff getting back to here what are you looking forward to the most which which mlr city are you looking forward to the most to going to oh it's a good question i I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to expect. So I, I can't wait to go and visit, like a Boston or Atlantic or, or Vegas or, um, all these different, all these places. Yeah, I, I, don't, I really don't know what to expect. But I, I think they'll all have their own, sort of feel or, or swagger to them, which I'm, which is kind of what I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing. So yeah. I've got another question for you, Andy. We haven't discussed yet. So, do, do you have any interest in gardening? <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah, I did. Yes, Steve. You yes, it. yes. All right. I've done my research, obviously. So <laughs> Matthew here, our host, 
fancies himself as something of a boutique inner city gardener. He's That's... just got a new apartment. He's got his little sort of stuff, green stuff going on out the back. And you need to talk to him about it. Nice, mate. Absolutely, we can. Yeah, no, I, I studied landscape architecture at, at university, so um, that's, that's a passion of mine. I'm, I'm pretty sure the plants that you grew back in New Zealand aren't legal in New York, there, though, are they, Matt? <laughs> all, that, all that rural internet you're providing was just a front, right, to get out into there and, and harvest the crops? <laughs> we have no comment at this time on any yeah. of this silliness. Just that's, 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 that's Colorado, guy. This is New York. That's right. You should be out here. Oh, there's, there's no team here. Sorry. Andy, any particular player that you're looking forward to, to coming up against? I'm looking forward to coming up against some of the strong teams from the last couple of years. Um, I know San Diego first round, very good side, um, as are Seattle and, that, and a few of the teams. So, yeah, it's been sort of challenging not having any preseason games. So it's kind of quite hard to measure where you're at. So those first few games, really just looking forward to that and, and um, sort of just experiencing the MLR and really seeing that skill level and seeing all those athletes at it. It's going to be, um, going to be exciting. Do you miss Japan? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, we've got some great friends there and um, are really tight um, with the club and the boys. And I'm, I'm, still, I'm still affiliated with them. I, I, I tap in and talk to the guys weekly. And this is the Steelers, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, watch a lot of trainings and see what they're doing and um, see how, where, if I can help or... I'm learning just as much from them too, you know. So, um, yeah, we miss it. We love the food there and the people there were beautiful people too. So, but five, six years in Japan was was long enough. It was it was time to move on to the next adventure. And will the handlebar mustache be making its play uh, during the season at all? <laughs> oh, potentially. You never say never. You're probably better off asking my wife that question though. <laughs> yeah, I got away with it one one year, but um, yeah, I don't know if she'd let me away with it any, again. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mr. Andy Ellis, thank you for coming in. No, my pleasure. And um, thanks for having me on. Nice to, nice to chat with the guys. Real pleasure. I'm looking forward to MLR. And gentlemen, just like that, we're out of time. But I want to thank Mr. Dan Power calling in from Denver, Colorado. Mr. Stephen Lewis calling in from five blocks north of me. And of course, I want to thank our mystery guest. Please make sure that you check out our other segments with Mr. Zach Lanning, the Zach Attack. And Marshall Law with Colby Marshall. You might have seen the Marshall plant. Well, we've changed it after an extensive marketing search. And please join our American Red Cross Rugby Wrap-Up Blood Donor Team. I know Dan and Steve are going to be signing up because they, too, want to save three lives. On behalf of all these folks, Matt McCarthy, for Rugby Wrap-Up, keep that mouse pad close by. <laughs>